Welcome to Calling Game, brought to you by Mediate. I'm Kelsey Trainer here with my co-host, Amma Jagnarine. Hello, everyone. And today we are joined in the studio by the legendary, legendary. Iconic, iconic, prolific, I don't even have enough words to describe her, Neither do I. Digit Murphy. Woo-woo! Yeah. So pumped to be here. I like being described as legendary. Let's go, ladies. Hopefully Sean, our amazing editor, puts in a, uh, a oh, applause track. Right, I oh. think, yeah. Um, when we introduce the crowd, you. The crowd, yeah, yeah. The crowd, the crowd did it. go wild. Yeah, I, I, the crowd was wild All here. the people here yes. went crazy. Um, did you... <laughs> I don't know that I can do you justice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can. Um, but for those of you who don't know, uh, Digit was she spent 22 years as the head coach of Brown Univer- Brown University. She was the first female head coach, um, an outstanding hockey player herself at Cornell. Uh, go Big Red. Is that is that the Woo-hoo. correct Although term? You have to go Big Red. Okay, go Big Red. Amazing is what I am known to say. Um, and a thousand other list of accomplishments. I actually I met Digit too many on the red carpet for the Women's Sports Foundation. Wow. Um, was it the Women Women of the Year? I don't know. Something of it the was year. Something really cool. And I I said hey. And I just started talking to you. I'm like, let's talk. Right. I we saw just, you, sought you out. You were like media. We were on the red carpet and, I, you know, talking to her. She had the coolest suit on. It was Ooh, plaid. Wow. Yeah, baby. Um, and everyone should go get one of those. It's at Mark Allen in Providence. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Heading up there now. Wow. Um, and we just hit it off and she told me about what she does, which we're going to get into, which is 37 seconds or 37 words, 37 seconds, because 10 or 9 only is 37 words. Look it up. She's going to she's gonna explain a little bit more, but... um. Thank you for joining us today. I'm so pumped to be here. I love to be in studio. I love to look people in the eye, be face to face with wonderfully talented young women. That's one of the things that you I... You are very personable, like very, very like it's charismatic. Fun. Lots as of soon en- as you walked in the lots door, lots of energy. Like, this is gonna be we fun. have to bring energy love to it. everything we do in life. And that's one of the things that I really talk about is being inspirational every day. And that's one of the reasons why I have 37 seconds because Thailand only has 37 words, look it up. But my whole life, I've been pretty blessed with having this, um, I don't even know how to say it. It's like, I don't care what people think. And my mother would probably say that at one point in my life, I was very shy. She always tells me, Margaret, because my name is Margaret. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margaret Pearl, by the way, born on Pearl Harbor Day, wow. 1961. Oh, wow. Yeah, the day of infamy, is that a shock? that I was born the day of infamy. I'm not surprised. I know. It's, it's actually un- the, the it's history of Pearl Harbor. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't actually a day of infamy. It was 1941, I think. Okay. And I was born in 1961, but my, grand, my grandfather was a Navy man, um, so he had to have Pearl in my name. And I'm the oldest grandchild. I'm the firstborn of all families. So I think um, that kind of added a little different sassiness to me. You know? I, I, that is... A perfect word, but also somebody told me the other day, like, women are described as sassy, Mm -hmm. whereas it's really just being assertive, right? You know, I mean, I I think I've stopped calling myself sassy in a negative way. Our amazing coworker, Brooke, always yells at us when we use that that word, when we we say sassy or like, what else does she think I I think I'll respond to somebody and be like, oh, I think I was a little bit sassy there. And she's like, no, you were assertive. Assertive. (laughs) And strong. Right. Well, I actually, you know, it's funny. I never even used that word. I just kind of said it because I usually say the B word because (laughs) that's what I've been brought up being, right? As As the woman in the office, the woman at the table, that always just says it. Yeah, it's like, oh, look at her. Like she's. I'm like always have had been seen with as just you know, kind of with disdain. And 
just kind of resentment, really weird, like resentment from other women. Right. Guys are like scared. I'm like, hey, wait, it's just me. Yeah. Right. You know, and and I really believe that as a woman that has these strong characteristics, this strong personality, um, it did hold me back. And um, I kind of feel like if I was a go along to get along, I would have even aspired and achieved more, but in the wrong way. So yeah. I couldn't do it. I'm too authentic to buy in to the system. And that's one of the reasons why I just continued to invent and create all these really cool platforms and all these really cool things that women need to do because I'm a real big advocate of for women by women. And I think there's too many women in society that just kind of go along with the system. Yeah. And we need to break outside the system and create our own path. And I just think we're getting we're gonna get there, but it's just you need to be more critical mass of women thinking like that. And there are not enough of us out there yet. But right. They're coming. I th- and that's how we, me and you started talking on the red carpet. Now listen, there was, Digit was a, in a pool of just other outstanding women as well. I mean, there was some really incredible people there, Digit being among them. And, you know, I talked to a few people that night. It was like Meg Rapino and, and, no, no one really wanted to talk to me. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'm not that important or whatever. But you're important. That's to us. crap, right? But me, we, we started talking on the red carpet. You know, people were kind of going by us, and you know, she's like, "I like what you're. I like what you're saying. I like what you stand for." Here's my card. And we talked the next day. We've been talking ever since, and it was about just kind of that notion of like women have to support each other, but yeah. not in not just in like you know. Not the fake kind. Like yeah. actually doing something. Right. I call that the pajama party. Right. Women like to have pajama parties. And what I mean by that is they like to have all this kind of cool stuff they dress up for, you know, or, you know, they go have this event and then, bam, it's done. Nothing, and yeah. then the next thing happens. And, you know, in order for us to get active and do things, we have to put our money where our mouth is. And that's why I try to support as many women as I can. And I think other women need to do that. And I'll say to someone, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. And I'll be like, well, just you now go do that for someone else. And if we just continue to play it forward, pay it forward, whatever it is, we're going to be better together. That's all. That's literally all that it takes. That's yeah. all that it's it is. Ridiculous. It's not that hard to just support people. But it's it really is not. hard. Here's why. Okay, for women. It. Here's go. why it's hard. Because you get to a point in your life, and you guys aren't there yet, right? Because I told you guys off uh, mic that I have six kids. Um, Women are in a unique um, situation where we're taking care of our children. Mm -hmm. We're taking care of our significant others, whether they be male, female, whatever, binary now. There's so many, like, categories. I love that. Um, And then they're aging parents, their mothers. Like, you're taking care of your kids going to school. And I'm, I'm serious because... I'm not trashing men, but they do it differently. Yeah. And as women, sometimes we don't even accept that they do it differently. Um, you know, so it's a little bit of us, but it's a lot of the outside world that puts pressure on us. And then when you add on top of it the fact that you can't make as much as men, it puts you even further behind. If you're only making 70 cents on the dollar, right. plus all those pressures, you're freaking exhausted. Yeah. So you're like, oh my God, I have to help another person. I have to take care. Of, I have to like walk my dog too. I got to take care of the gerbil, the fish, whatever it is. No, I'm seriously. And as a mom, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I'm a, clearly an overachiever with six kids. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I think that's why I have so much energy now because they're all out of the house. Oh, my God. But, <laughs> no, but at the that end of the day, you guys, that's part of the issue. And 
we can talk as much as we want, but how do we activate and mobilize an entire gender is difficult. So yeah. um, we're we're yeah. we're, tr- we're struggling to figure it out, but we're trying, and we're trying, it, and yeah. it's these steps. It's it really is support, and but it's the genuine support. It's like going the extra step, doing something, going out of your way to help somebody, right. which doesn't really take that no, much effort. Like it really doesn't, you know, just speaking on behalf of somebody to somebody that could put them in a position that they want to be in. I try to do that um, every day. Yeah. Every day. I, I, and it pays off. It pays off yeah. because, um, you know, I give my card out. I, I know when I walked in, I'm like, here's my card. Here's my card. <laughs> like, and it's, it's, it's hysterical to me with, of how many women I give the card to that don't call me back. I like you guys, like I have United Women Sports, we've yeah, got, right. you know, Rhonda and I have the nonprofit Play It Forward. Uh, I don't know if you know that, Play It Forward Sport. Like no, there's a ton of stuff. It. Like <laughs> like when you were saying at the beginning, like Brown was 87, two years as an assistant mm-hmm. and then another 22 years as the head coach. Right. And the interesting thing about that I want to say before I get into the rest of the bio is that those two years I made $2,500, okay? Oh my and my male counterpart probably made 20000 mm. okay? Wow. But I'm just saying, like, like we really forget, uh, and then I was a part-time employee, mm-hmm. so that, even those two years that I was making that no money, mm-hmm. think about that as it, it escalates, you know, 25, 30 years later in my retirement, and that's where women don't really value money and they forget. Because what's going to end up happening is all these women my age, and we already see it now, older, you make less money, but you also make less money in the future. And that's where women need to start to get fiscally educated. We need financial health and wellness. And that's, ladies, the key to owning the world is through fiscal responsibility. Dollar bills. And that's, but you know, but it's, it, it doesn't have to be like, you know, it can be mission over money. Yeah, it right. really can. Right, yeah. And I really believe that women are way more mission-based. But, you know, a big thing about about spreading the mission and, and advocating for women and creating all of these programs and, you know, everything that you do is that the only thing that makes it run is money. Right. You know, so first and foremost, it's important to, you know, for, like you said, women to be financially educated and, you know, people in general. But I think, I think you're right there that, like, Women are so accustomed to being like the caretakers yep. and, and all that, and men are like, and it's like, you know, just happy money, to be money. here. Like, right. instead yeah. of like, no, I deserve this. Yeah, and I deserve more, and right. I deserve to get paid more, and, and all and, this. And a lot of times it's not even more, it's actually just, just the bare minimum. Just your worth. Yeah. <laughs> and I think other women need to invest in women. And right. that's the next step that we need to see, which is, again, why I try to practice what I preach because I'm not rich, right? But I'm I'm rich in, in connections. You are rich yeah. in a lot of things. I, but, you know, I'm rich in life. Matter. And what I try to do is connect people so that we can all create this massive web that then can help the planet, can help each other, um, can get fiscally like shaped up because we need that. And without women at the table, we're we're failing and you see it right now. You see people divided. You see a a country divided, which is crap. And I don't think that what's going on right now politically is really what this country is all about. Right. Um, But it's interesting. I kind of look at the good side of it and I go, you know what? At least it's waking people up, mm-hmm. and it's 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 saying, you know what? What do I really stand for? Mm-hmm. Um, and but there's a lot going on right now that kind of ticks me off, which is people going into their cocoon and just turning everything off. And I don't think that's healthy. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, and 
it's kind of like a coping mechanism. I don't know. Honestly, it's, I think so. It, because <laughs> I think it is so overwhelming. And, you know, it, it is a huge issue that people my age and, you know, we are. <laughs> you're young. You're, don't don't me. You're a young. You are whoa. a young one. <laughs> we got, well, we got every generation true. here. It's true. Which because, I love. Like, you know, it's very important. And I recognize that because I think it's it's a big part of it. I work in media and, you know, I'm around it all the time. And I recognize that this is all very important to be involved and mm. educated. But, man, I'll tell you, like, I have friends that could care less, and I understand, because it's so overwhelming. It's such an overwhelming influx of information and, and events. It really that is. That you're just like, God, I don't, know, I don't know where to start. Well, I think it's, I think part of it is a strategy, you know, um, by right now, unfortunately, the, the Republicans, you know, the strategy is to just overwhelm everyone yeah, right. so that they do shut it off and become the sheep that we have become. And I think that in order to really change um, society, you need to get active and you need to get educated. And if you look at my 37 seconds, everything politically um, starts to, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm not on the left. I'm not on the right. And I'm obviously I'm. Honestly, you guys, you would laugh that I am fiscally more on the Republican side mm-hmm. and I'm a social Democrat. Yeah. And people wouldn't think that about me. I they think probably think, I think I'm like common, this huge though. socialist and I'm not. Yeah. But I'm about people getting educated. And that's really um, what people people need to do. And I think when you have liars, cheaters, stealers and people don't have the facts, um, it's hard to it's hard to defend when you don't have the facts. I agree. I'm totally there with you, and I want to bring up what you, I want to bring up what, in my mind, Digit Murphy is the most famous for. Thirty-seven seconds. And, and just in my it's mind, just because in fo- in following her on social media, which <laughs> it's you have the to, first thing you see, which you have to, which you have to do because yeah. she's at Digit Murphy. At, at Digit Murphy, Murphy, the only one in the world. A lot of people would say good thing, but I say <laughs> we need more Digit Murphys. <laughs> um, so what she does, and I've I've so I've written a few different articles on Title IX recently. Um, And in every single one of them, I name drop Digit (laughs) because um, she brought it to my attention on the red carpet. And since following her social media, I now watch it every day. You know, if you if you actually Google Digit Murphy and you click on news, your articles come up. Yeah, baby. See, you got to keep saying Digit Murphy. You know why? I'm the only one. I'm a brand. Right. You are. And so what she does and I'm (laughs) going to have her kind of explain it more. But what she does is she goes on social media and she does a 37 words in 37 seconds. Did I, did I misstate? Well, no. you're right. Okay, 37 Thanks. words in 37, no, okay, right. I'm gonna edit to this it? part out. I do. <laughs> Digit Murphy, 37 seconds, because Title IX only has 37 words. Look it up. Got it. That's it. I'm gonna edit Love that it. other part out. You don't have to, you don't have to. I think it flows, you know, I mean, it's, it's sometimes it's hard for me to say, and you'll, you'll see me stumbling, it's but mouthful. the thing about it, you know, so let me, let me, did you want, did you right, want to Just continue? a little bit of background. So in case you didn't know, Title Nine is only 37 words. <laughs> what are those 37 Look it words? up. Um, but Title Nine is the law, the federal law that does not allow you to discriminate on the basis of um, age, gender, sex, et cetera, et cetera, if you receive federal funding. Yeah. Right. And um, it's not, it's, it's not about sports. That's why I always say, look it up. It's about giving equal opportunity and education to anyone, to humans. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with male or female. They had to put it in because at the time in 1972, there were very few women that had access to uh, science labs. They didn't have access to resources, so they put it in. Um, and what happened was 
afterwards because sports was associated with it mm-hmm. and you know sports came under federal funding right. because if you have physical education you have boy sports in the public school system you got to have girls right. sports mm-hmm. and that's where it all blew up um, and quite frankly I think when when we did, had the Title IX lawsuit at Brown in the 90s that's when it really started to take off so you know when you look at Title IX it really is um, underserved still because the only way to enforce Title IX is to really have a lawsuit. Is to yeah. sue. It's right? the only and that's way. that's what we've been, t- right. that we just saw that too. University of Kentucky uh, students uh, sued the University of Kentucky for lack of female yeah. sports based off of public figure, like figures yeah. that yeah. were in a public report. And yeah. I, we actually wrote an article for it um, on media. It turns out that, you know, Title IX isn't a guideline. It's right. actually a law, it's but law. it's treated as a guideline. Of course. That's how but it's treated. Here's the thing. Think of it this way fiscally. Okay. We're talking about fiscal prudence, responsibility. Think of it from the university's perspective. I always kind of flip it. Whenever you guys are trying to, and I'll do a little mentoring here. Whenever you're trying to coach anyone, whenever you're trying to think of a, a, a thing that you're having a problem with, think of it from the other side. It's easier for the institution to gamble and you know, and and not in not have it enforced mm-hmm. because it costs less money. Yeah. A, it costs millions and millions of dollars to have women's sports. So you know what? You just kind of throw it out there, keep the people happy, right? And if you can keep them happy, then you probably saved yourself two, three million bucks. Yeah. So you kind of gamble that no one's going to sue you. You give them less, and then you hope for the best. And if they do sue you. You know, you probably probably banked like ten million bucks in ten years, right, so yeah. you just pay them you a couple mil. It, you settle it for a That's little bit. That's what happens, and you know what? That's a strategy. That's a revenue model, yeah. and and they've actually been very successful in using it. Um, so that's what's happening right now, ladies. Which is why, again, we need more women supporting this initiative, not only in colleges and universities, but out in the community, because right now, men own sports. They own it at the youth level, they own it at the college level, they own it at the pro level. And that's okay if you're okay with it. And I'm not a man hater, I have four boys. I'm saying that women should own women's sports. And we, as a gender, really struggle we're getting better at supporting each other yeah. and it's like it's crazy it's like the opposite of what is supposed to happen so don't get me going I do think we're getting I yeah. do think we're getting better and I feel I have not felt this in you know ever but this past year or so it just we're, we're something's it's, different with it's women's different sports. there's it's, a movement yeah. there's a moment let's you know that's a Hamilton quote um, but it's just it feels different. You're Hamilton. Yeah, I'm a Hamilton fan. Go, wow. Manuel Miranda. Genius. Do you listen to the music? Of I'm course. Hamilton? Yeah, and all the lyrics. I'm, oh, you do. Yeah. I didn't it. even want to go. You guys going to kill me. Office. And then I went and I'm like, oh my god, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know why? And I'm like, I'm like old. I'm going to show my age. Like, you know, I thought Hamilton was just all about rap music, and I'm like, I'm not going to understand it. They're going to talk. And then I was like, and then you know what it reminded me of? What's that? Jesus Christ Superstar. No way. Yeah, and that's what my mother used to listen to all the time. Do you agree with that? I can see it. It's, yeah, I see I'm it. I'm not kidding. Have you? Did you see the play no. Jesus Christ Superstar? No, I never it's seen it. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. It's it's. Um, anyways, look it up. Look okay. It up. And, uh, and look see. it up. <laughs> the reason I say look it up is because at 37 seconds is because people really need to look it up. Right. Just true. Google Title Nine. It only has 37 words, and it actually was um, myself and Jeff Novotny, who is the co co creator of the history. I don't know if you 
I mean, I really haven't told you guys all the other stuff I'm doing, but herstory is one of the things we do. Um, and herstory was something that um, we created. It's a virtual uh, sports women's sports museum as well as Ooh. a brick and mortar wow. museum. And wow. it's in um, Wesley Chapel, Florida, where it's in an arena. It's in an overlook room. And it's in the same rink that the 2018 uh, gold medal team trained in oh, down wow. in Florida. They were actually by Saddlebrook and they stayed in Saddlebrook and they trained in this arena before they went to the Olympics in 2018 and won the gold medal. So my friend Jeff uh, has a connection down there and his daughter plays hockey and we're friends. And um, the story goes, this is the herstory. The story goes that I went to Kelly Stack's wedding. This was in October of 20, what's it now? 2019, so 2018. Kelly Stack is a uh, gold medalist for uh, a couple of the Olympic hockey gold medalists. She played for me in China when I was in China. Mm -hmm. and of course, your, your viewers are like, wait, what, China? How did that just get involved? But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so I got back from China. I went to Kelly's wedding, and I was in Ohio, of all places. That's where she lives. And if you guys don't know this, that's where the Football Hall of Fame is. Okay. 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 So on the between my flight, going home Sunday, I went to the Football Hall of Fame. I go to the Football Hall of Fame and I look at this massive building that's dedicated to one men's sport. Mm -hmm. Then I look to the right and there's this big billboard. You know when they're going to build another building? Yeah. They have like that and it's yeah. like so many uh, so much money to the next. It's like a hundred million dollar building. So they've got this building that's awesome. Now they're going to build a hundred million dollar building and that just sets me off, yeah. right? So I get home and I'm talking to my friend Jeff. I'm like, you know what? I'm so ticked. I'm gonna retrofit a bus and I'm gonna put, you know, I said, you know, the, we've got this $100 million building, you know, that's gonna be dedicated to one men's sport and we don't have one building dedicated to all women's sports, yeah. right? So I go, I'm gonna take a bus and I'm gonna put all my stuff that's in my basement because I have all this like women's memorabilia yeah. that is gonna die without us because there's no right. women's sports stories, mm -hmm. you know? Like you look at, remember the, um, the astronaut movie with the women in the yes. basement, hidden figures. Hidden figures, yeah. Right. So you know, I'd been watching that, and I'm like, why don't we have any women's sports stories? So I go, I'm going to take a bus, I'm going to retrofit, it, I'm going to drive it around the country. I don't care. People need to know about this. That's He's amazing. like, well, he goes, maybe <laughs> that's not so good. A, so I want to show a great idea. <laughs> so I go, all right. Well, what do you think? He goes, well. He goes, I, he runs an engineering firm and he goes, I've seen these kind of virtual kind of storytelling things. So we came up with this idea where we have a panel on the wall and, you know, people can go to uh, www.getherstory.com or .org, uh, www.getherstory.com okay. and you'll see it. And basically we have these panels on the wall and at the bottom of the panel, you can hover over a QR code or you can text Ooh. the word digit to 555-888 or text the word, I think it's uh, Pelkey, because Amanda Pelkey is one of the stories. So mm -hmm. maybe like in the show notes, you can uh, share it with the people. But For sure. yeah. if you go to this virtual museum, there's actual stories wow. about women. That's so cool. And you don't have to be there. Yeah. So I can literally, if you look at my business card, flip it over. Okay. There's actually, oh. you know, there's, that's, the that's another, digit list well, digit list is something else. We can talk about that later. Got it. I got lots of things going on. But anyway, so. The, the Herstory Museum is is uh, a storytelling vehicle to keep women's sports alive and well. Um, so how does that get to 37 seconds? Well, Jeff, the co-curator of the museum, him and I were talking, and, and I'm like, you know, I got to do some like motivational moment, and da-da-da-da. He's like, well, do it on Title IX. And then he's like, wait. He goes, Title IX. 
you always say it only has 37 words. I'm like, yeah. He goes, use that. I'm like, got it. And the second he said that, it clicked to me. And then I just made up the, you know, the thing that I right. do. And it's, it's every morning, okay? It's whatever I'm doing in the morning because I think it's important to get up and do something. That's part of my shtick. But also, it's authentic. Yeah. And it's not the highlight reel. And you know what I call the highlight reel? Is all these people that are on Instagram and you see their best self. I'm like, you know what? You're going to see me at every point. You're going to see me when I have makeup on at 8.15. You're also going to see me when I rolled out of bed. Right. You're going to see me with hat head. You're going to see me whenever. And I don't care because more people need to not care. Yeah, okay, I agree. I'll shut up. Like this is like no, no, eight no. o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and I'm like fired up. You are yeah, a guest. You do amazing. not. Need I'm to gonna be, be quiet. so productive the rest of my you day. I be. love. I love that I've started my day off like this. I like, agree. It's, 30, it's like, started off with 37 seconds. Yeah. Okay. I have a request slash challenge. Yes. Can you give us a live in studio? 37 seconds. 37 seconds for Title Nine because it only has 37 words. Look yeah. it up. All right, the I'm gonna. I'm gonna are get you my... guys gonna? Are you guys gonna be part of it or is it just gonna be me? Mm, I think I... you guys should be part of it. It's okay. really simple. All right. Okay. Hey, Digit Murphy here. 37 seconds because Title Nine only has 37 words. Look it up. I'm here at the podcast with uh, Game Changers. Game Changers. Calling game. Calling game. Trainer, Adam you know, we're, but we're changing. We're changing game. So I'm here You get with these guys. What do you got to say? Ah, oh, Kelsey, you had something to say first. Be your authentic self. Support women. Support women. Um, don't tell women that they have to wear pink and dresses. Yeah. Don't tell us no. Empower us. We are your future. That's it. 37 seconds. Because tell them that only has 37 words. Out. Wow. That's it. That was it. Simple. <laughs> Crushed it. You crushed it. Crushed it. All right. Nice. Um, that was it. Love that. <laughs> I honestly think that's like my favorite note to kind of An end on. Even though I want to talk to Digit like for hours, days, I don't know yeah. what her schedule's like, but you know, we I'll could come in anytime. We can commandeer her time. <laughs> I will yeah. be I will be your once a month guest, whatever you want. Oh, you know, it's really about helping each other and uh, you know, talk is cheap, ladies, and I don't mean it in the way that, you know, people think it. It's it's if you can just help inspire other people, it doesn't cost you anything. You know, it doesn't cost you anything to give words of encouragement to people. Yeah. As long as, don't be negative and nasty. And this world is so divisive as it is. Don't do that. Be more inclusive. Be more loving. Be more kind. And I think it's going to be a better world. So, And I think women are the, the ambassadors to that. I think it's a better world because of Digit Murphy, because, but that's yeah. just me. That's just my Love humble. You guys. This is my humble hug, opinion. Group hug. Group hug. <laughs> we'll group hug it out after. Um, Digit, thank you so much for coming. And like you said, I'm, this will not be the. This is the first time, but it will not be the last time that you're a guest on our podcast. Yeah. I wish I knew. That. I'm sorry. I don't. I keep messing up the name. It's okay. It doesn't Call matter. It's just you know. It's the support. The, it's that's just how, the name. It's just the <laughs> just name. The name. Well, you know it, how we came up with calling no. game is like. Listen, 4% of the sports media coverage is on women's sports. We're calling game on that bias. Calling game. Oh, I love that. <laughs> You'll oh, never man, forget now the name. Call right. game, baby. I'm like calling hey, game I on might it. start yeah. using that. Right. Yeah. Hashtag call yeah. game. Calling game. Call it. Call it. You just, you call that. Yeah. Call it out. That's what we're doing. So that's what we do here. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Digit. Like all of our, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Uh, you can find this episode on Spotify, 
iTunes, yeah, Ambino's, all these other fun technical yeah. things that you, I have no you, idea you're about. You covered it all. I'm proud okay. of you. Thank you. <laughs> high five. High five, guys. All I always right. high five my guests. Calling game. Thank my you guests. so my guests. much. Oh, and hey, listen to my podcast, The Grit Live. Oh, yes. The Grit Live. Can you give us a tiny bit of The so, Grit Live? So The Grit Live was something we created to just uh, have a dialogue with women athletes. And we do pro-women athletes. We do any kind of inspirational stories involving sports and females and even males, you know, because, you know, we're all, we're all in it together. There's a lot of men out there that support women. Mm-hmm. So it's called The Grit Live um, and Get Gritty, baby, because it's all about adversity. Gritty. Listen, yeah. as it's a all about Philadelphia gritty. girl, when you say get gritty, yeah. I am yeah, ready. Okay. I mean, <laughs> no, it's, it's about it's about it grit. Is. It's about adversity. Yeah. It's about perseverance. And a lot of the stuff that we did at Brown when I was a coach, it was all about grit. Yeah. So, hey, you know, that's, that's the name of the show. I love that. Awesome. Check Thank it you. out. Check it out. How often do you guys record? Once a week. Once a week. Right, yeah, okay. Every Friday, we usually we send it out. So I just did six uh, episodes when I was down in Wesley Chapel doing amazing. the history amazing. stuff. So nice. uh, we've got some St. Leo's college women down there, uh, coaches, and uh, all sorts of inspirational women. It's amazing. Listen, the cool. crowd's gone wild in this. <sighs> Yeah, Sean the arena. The arena is going crazy. Um, Digi Murphy, everybody, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys.